Hello and welcome to The Damage. My name is Gillian Hamilton, I am your host, and today we are talking about unpaid work, in particular interns and volunteers. Recently, WorkCover Queensland opened up the legislation for the WorkCover legislation in Queensland for covering off for workers' compensation insurance to include unpaid interns. When this arose, we thought it was a good time to review volunteers, interns and work experience placements and how do you ensure that your volunteers, interns and work experience people are actually insured for injury insurance. Interns, work experience and volunteers. The rights and definitions We must beware that this category is treated very differently by different laws. For occupational health and safety professionals in particular, there is two laws that have very significant impact on how well the outcomes would be held if somebody who was doing unpaid work had an injury. The two laws of interest are the workplace health and safety laws and the worker insurance laws. Under workplace health and safety law, work, work experience definitions mean that a person who's doing work experience on any kind of business or activity is deemed a worker. This is an automatic right. Someone who is a volunteer, again, completing unpaid work, would be deemed a worker or an employee in other legislation um, and again, this is an automatic right where there's responsibilities and accountabilities towards this particular person. Under workplace health and safety law, an intern would also deem a worker and an automatic right. Under each state, the definition of a worker uh, where you have automatic rights as a person who's conducting work with a business or undertaking is a little bit different per state. In Northern Territory, ACT, New South Wales, South Australia, Tasmania and Queensland, a worker is a person if the person carries out any work in any capacity for a person conducting a business or an undertaking. This includes work as an employee, a contractor, a subcontractor, an employee of a contractor or subcontractor, an employee of a labour hire company, an outworker, an apprentice or a trainee, a student gaining work experience, a volunteer, a person of a prescribed class, a police officer is working when they're doing their police work or duties and a person conducting a business or undertaking if they're conducting that work within the business, so the, the lead owner of the business. As we move over to Victoria, slightly different, uh, a worker is deemed an employee, uh, and a volunteer means a person who is acting on a voluntary basis, irrespective of where the person receives an out-of-pocket expenses. A self-employed person means a person other than an employer who works for a gain or reward otherwise than under a contract of employment. 
An employee includes an independent contractor engaged by an employer and any employees of an independent contractor. An employee means a person employed under a service of contract or a contract of training. And it also includes a police officer if they're doing their duties. Both employees and volunteers are legally entitled to a health and safe working environment. When we go over to Western Australia, a worker is also deemed an employee. An employee meaning of, unless contrary to an intervention appears, a reference to these regulations. An employee is to be treated as a reference to which an employee who works at a workplace to which the provision applies and that they're treated as employee. That includes contract work arrangements, labour hire, labour hire arrangements and group training. Under the new uh, law that's proposed in Western Australia, which will fall in line with the modern, um, modern Workplace Health and Safety Acts um, back from 2010, um, the duty for a worker will be a duty to all people affected by any work. This type of people owed a duty under the proposed new workplace health and safety laws by a person conducting a business or undertaking and other duty holders is broadened from employees to workers and other people affected by work. This includes all directly employed and indirectly engaged workers. This also includes customers, patrons, residents, tenants, students, visitors, spectators and passers-by. Volunteers are deemed to be workers under the new workplace health and safety laws um, that are proposed and are owed a duty of care um, by the person conducting a business or undertaking, as well as owing a worker duty to care for themselves. So WA will fall into the same arrangement of NTACT, New South Wales, SA, TAS and Queensland and Victoria, with slight differences, obviously, because it's just uh, the West Australian law. However, um, moving from the employee arrangement to worker arrangement and the broader definition of a worker. Um, again, however, as a volunteer or a work experience person, it's possible that they would fall into the worker right um, at this stage under workplace health and safety law. Um, in the federal government and Comcare, a worker is not dissimilar to the broad definition of a worker um, as in NTACT, New South Wales, SA and Queensland because it's following the Model Act um, and Comcare and the federal government also follow the, um, the Model Act. They do have allowances obviously for the various um, employment agencies uh, for um, the government. So it's just a little bit more broader in the definition but it still includes an outwork, an apprentice or a trainee, a student gaining work experience, a volunteer, um, etc. So the workplace health and safety laws in summary mean that anybody conducting any kind of work, whether it's paid or not, is we owe a duty to them. We owe a duty to make it a safe workplace. And under lots of advisory, it says that we should treat a person who's not being paid, a work experience person, the same as an employee. We should induct them. We should get them to do risk assessments. We should get them to sign off on the various standard operating procedures for the work that they're doing. We need to treat them in the exact same care um, and have a duty of their due diligence to them for their safe um, time while they're at our workplace. Now, 
it becomes a little bit interesting when we move over to the workers' insurance law. So when an automatic right falls into the workplace health and safety law, the worker insurance law does not allow an automatic right for people who are unpaid. Um, so we're just going to run through this ever so slightly because it's, it's very interesting because sometimes um, a person conducting work experience would be deemed a stranger and would have no uh, rights to workers' compensation. Uh, so if somebody who was a work experience person, they may not be covered by your current workers' insurance under your mindset. So unless it is a specific volunteer or work experience policy, you may have some exposure. So uh, under these unprecedented times, we use the word, yes, um, there's a lot of people who are conducting volunteer work. Um, and volunteer work is very noble, it's very honourable, and I think that you know, if you're not able to work uh, under your usual terms, that conducting work experience and or being a volunteer is an excellent way to engage your mind, body and soul um, and for you to be able to help another person who may also need your assistance during these times. Um, the thing that's super important for everybody involved is that we understand the insurance coverage. Um, and, uh, you know, a few months ago, I had uh, one of my clients contact me about work experience, not under a school-based program, for their um, family friend who would like to do some work experience on their farm because that particular young man wanted to be a um, agricultural specialist in his future, he wanted to be a farmer. Now, we were not able to find any insurance policy that would cover him uh, as a work experience farm kid because he was deemed far too high risk. Um, and this is quite a challenge for people, um, A, even if you know and you're trying to get a policy, but then B, um, if you think that they're insured and they're not. Um, and that's a big challenge. So let's talk through that. So under work experience, sometimes an intern is deemed a stranger and sometimes they're a worker. Now, if they're a stranger, it means they don't have rights to workers' compensation law, and this is a big challenge. Under Victorian law, um, sometimes a person who's doing a work experience would be deemed a worker, okay? So if uh, under Victorian law, um, a student who is deemed to be a worker, if they're doing a school um, work experience arrangement or a structured workplace learning arrangement. Now, that is specifically if there is an actual arrangement, okay? So there has to be a form, a document, and if you're a parent, you need to check that there is actually a form and there's arrangement, which means that there is actually insurance for your young person and or older person who's conducting work experience. And then uh, a student who is accredited senior secondary course, again, under a specific arrangement. Now, this one's under the Education and Training Reform Act. Uh, also, TAFE and Institute or dual sector university. Now, it doesn't mean if you're going to TAFE and then you go to just somebody else's workplace and conduct some work experience that you're covered. It means that you are conducting work experience as part of your university or TAFE course. And there is a specific agreement, there's a form that's signed that says that person A, the work experience person, is conducting some unpaid work at place B, uh, which is under the TAFE Institute or the university or the school or the um, secondary high school agreement. There's a physical written document. Um, now, also this 
includes people who are under a traineeship and again with an agreement an apprenticeship again with an agreement approved train scheme trainee trainee scheme um, and there is if the government makes a declared training program again check because we've got all these training programs coming up with um, trying to reboost the economy and to retrain and reskill people it's super important again that we check that there is coverage for person A going to workplace B and that we're not going to have uninsured um, with unintended consequences of uninsured for the parties, which is very um, troublesome. Um, So note, if you are a friend giving a child, uh, you know, a friend's child a chance to try out a career um, that's not listed up here and they're not doing it through a school program or a university program or any other speci- specified agreement where they have an insurance policy for that person going to the particular workplace, then another insurance option is required. And to be clear, I've not mentioned volunteers because it's not they're not insured, they're not covered. So if you are a non-for-profit, um, unless you've got a specific policy Uh, which deems volunteer workers, then you are not covered. Your public liability policy will not cover unpaid work, okay? So just to be clear, public liability policy does not cover unpaid work um, unless it's specified and then it's an extension to your public liability policy. It would be something you would have to ask for extra. So if you haven't asked for it, it's very likely you're not covered. So you must review this and insurance brokers should should have helped you with that. Um, But if not, please um, give us a call and see if we can help you get some coverage. Um, We don't work with brokers. We're not aligned. We don't get kickbacks. But it is very important that there is cover. We want to help you make sure you've got coverage. So in Northern Territory, it's very clear and very specified that students are not workers. Therefore, not covered at school experience, uh, work experience unless that particular school has their own self-insurance and that's written specifically into an arrangement. University work uh, work experience are not workers. Again, not covered at a university work experience and volunteers are not workers unless they're in the fire brigade or SES or some kind of other arranged government volunteer basis. Again, check for coverage before you commence or if you are commenced, check for coverage now another insurance is required. So very clear in NT, if you're not paid, you're not covered. So unless there's a specific policy held by the place that you do your volunteer or unpaid work, you are very likely uncovered. So you must uh, check this coverage. In New South Wales, uh, again, very uh, clear that volunteers and unpaid work uh, experience students are not workers, therefore not covered, and another insurance method is required. Um, so uh, just check out the website, but it's very clear that if you're not paid, you are not covered. Um, and there, in uh, New South Wales, they ask you to uh, deem a worker under the ATO deemed worker. Um, so unfortunately if not paid not a worker in tasmania um if you're a volunteer and you're unpaid you also are not a worker and you need another form of 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 insurance uh again we provide the information in the damage magazine about who actually is a worker at the bottom of each of these elements which is uh, from the act itself um and 
in Tasmania, uh, a worker is a person who um, works under a contract of service or a training agreement. Um, this includes casual employment. A contract doesn't have to be formal or written. Um, it could be a verbal agreement. Um, so deemed workers include a number of people, but it doesn't say volunteers or work experience. Um, so do note in Tasmania some training agreements are covered. Um, but again, it's very worthwhile to check because... Uh, being uninsured is very troublesome at this time. In the ACT, volunteers are not workers um, and uh, they are clearly nominated as not workers and another insurance is required. Um, 17A clearly states to remove any doubt. So, you know, they've made it very clear because they've had obviously some trouble before. An individual who's engaged to perform work for somebody else who receives no payment for that work, apart from any payments for expenses, is taken not to be a worker, therefore is unable to uh, receive insurance if there is any injury. Now, they do cover trainees, um, some religious workers, um, some commercial voluntary workers, which is a very specified design in the ACT legislation to look it up, um, and public interest voluntary workers. So that's, again, a deemed um, government group of voluntary workers. So just check that out. Um, and under um, the ACT legislation, they talk about trainees um, specified and again under a written contract where it's specified whose cover um, is is who is responsible. So please um, check that out. We've also included a very interesting flowchart that is included in the legislation for the ACT about who is a worker. Um, and um, most people will say, well, you know, why are they saying, why are you talking about this? Well, unfortunately, in our business, whether we know it or not often there's people that may do some things that assist us that is not paid work it might be someone just lending a hand and lending a hand is absolutely fantastic and very honorable however unless you have coverage that particular person if there was an injury or illness from work would be an uninsured event and that is um, very difficult uh, for people at this time uh, and any time really um, so in South Australia, volunteering and work experience are not workers. And again, another insurance method is required. So a worker is a person who is engaged under a contract of service. Um, and it's the relationship between the employee and the employer. And the contract of service has a broad definition. And when we go into that broad definition, it's very clear that somebody who is a volunteer is not under that definition. Um, and... Um, there is also a number of other elements of people who are not included. Um, a lot of uh, religious um, engagements are not included, um, as well as um, a person in, you know, sportings, which is for a lot of um, uh, sporting athletes, you will see they're not covered for lots of the insurance. Um, and uh, there is a, a number of groups of agencies that are listed. So again, check it. Make sure that you don't have an exposure there. In Queensland, volunteering and work experience are also not workers. However, there's a couple of interesting elements to the Queensland insurance, which is why uh, we're even talking about this today. So the first thing is, is that um, if you are a non-for-profit, normally you don't have access to insurance um, in many uh, states for volunteers. Um, However, in Queensland, if you make a specific arrangement with WorkCover Queensland um, and uh, if you ask 
then it is possible in some circumstances to get insurance. This is a very advantageous opportunity. And if your uh, charity or non-for-profit is based in Queensland, I highly recommend you get in touch with WorkCover Queensland and see if you can get some cover. Um, They do, like some of the other states, have a specific arrangement that if a student um, is on a work experience or work placement, that there is an arrangement or a policy that can be covered. Um, again, you have to engage with Work Cover Queensland to ensure that this cover is there. Um, and um, some schools are not required to take out work experience policies as they're held under the Education Queensland or Catholic Education um, element. So um, please check that out. Um, persons who are not workers um, is the people that own the business. So you have to have a separate insurance. They have a fantastic insurance for owners of businesses and um, sole traders so please have a look into that particular policy um, and they also mentioned that people who are um, not conducting paid work they're not covered um, recently on the 1st of July uh, interns were allowed to be covered so this is an excellent brand new coverage now uh, to get advantage of this intern coverage um, you have to make sure that you you deem your person an intern. Now, the best way to deem your person an intern is to have an intern contract. Do not be loose about this. Have, a, have it written, have it signed, and determine and define your person as an intern. So an intern is defined as a person who is performing work for a business or an undertaking without payment of wages to gain practical experience in the type of work performed by that business or to seek or obtain a qualification. See, that says or, it doesn't say and, and would be a worker if the work they performed was for the payment of wages. So if the person's doing work that other people in the business do do or could do, um, then that person should get cover. So um, this is very, very good opportunity for people. Now, when you declare your wages this year in Queensland, there is an opportunity to declare how many interns you have, not, you know, none, one to five, five to ten. You should declare this. At this year, uh, in the 2021 uh, policy, there is no co- there is no cost for intern coverage. In future years, uh, Work Cover Queensland have declared that they may charge a premium for an intern. Now, I'm not sure and I don't think they are sure yet um, how they will charge. Um, it is probably very likely that they'll charge based upon experience. Um, they have mentioned it will be based upon experience, but I'm not sure if they'll have a separate cost together or if they just fall in as an employee and there'll be a function. Um, it's not allowed for entirely in the Gazette at this stage, um, but they will potentially take a uh, fee for this uh, to, as a cost for providing those compensation. Um, and to cover the, sh- the cost of administration um, for, the, for the intern. Let me remind you, have an intern contract. If you would like a template for an intern contract, please contact us. Um, we think it's an excellent opportunity to uh, determine people who are uh, gaining experience at your workplace um, about the work that's performed and who are seeking to obtain a qualification. So if they're doing some other assigned study, um, if you engage that person as an intern, engage meaning a formal document, 
then it's very difficult to prove that they weren't an intern if they are unpaid. So um, do take advantage of uh, engagement in the right form um, so that you can have some coverage for these particular parties. So with all these things discussed, um, it's important that we get across what are the solutions. So first of all, you have to do a review at your workplace. You need to consider anywhere and everywhere that you have unpaid people doing work at your workplace. Then check so do you have any volunteers have a look around ask everybody and tell people not to be um uh colorful with the truth tell them to tell you straight up you know the less that you know the more challenging so tell them to be honest and it doesn't matter if they're not um being if they if it's you know not insured right now the best thing is to know right away Ask them if you've got any work experience, whether it's formalised and asked for or not. You need to know in your business if anybody's doing this. Um, And also you need to know if there is any unpaid interns. Um, If you do, again, let me remind you, your public liability policy will not cover this unless you have a special extension. So this is not your solution. Please um, check if it is covered. Um, I can guarantee you unless it's written as exclusion, it's very likely it won't because they only cover um, people who are not workers. And again, as the um, workplace health and safety law says, um, you know, they are deemed a worker under the Workplace Health and Safety Act. And for public liability, they would fall as a worker, but for the workers' comp law, they do not fall. And if you do not have, um, if you do have these people working for you, unpaid work, and you do not have a cover, it's time to get a quote. we uh, can send you in contact with people who might be able to get you a, a quote. Um, there's lots of people just, you know, go to www. They've got thousands of brokers who are ready for your service um, and ask them uh, for some um, help with your workers with with your work experience and unpaid workers cover. So, um, thank you. Have a fantastic day and uh, we hope that we have given you some insights into interns and unpaid work.